Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to Jesus. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. Which one of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? When he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so, I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance. Or what woman? Having ten silver coins, if she loses one of them, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it. When she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. Just so I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. The Gospel of the Lord. So when I think about stewardship in the Bible, I immediately go to the beginning, to God's original purpose for the humans that God created, especially in the second creation story that comes to us in Genesis uh, chapter 2. It says, The Lord God took the human and put them in the Garden of Eden to till it, and keep it. And that's, that's the plan. That was the plan all along. God's specific intention for the first human was to keep up with the garden. Which is a great thing to remember today as we keep up with our own garden. And hopefully you can see that obvious connection, right? God's work, our hands, Sunday. We're literally keeping up with the garden here at New Life today. Some of you, you're going to get your hands dirty. You're going to get your clothes dirty in the process of keeping up with the garden here. And that has a very earthy connection to the Garden of Eden story and God's original intent for all humans. It has to do with stewardship, which is taking care of and keeping up with the things that God entrusts to us. The emphasis on stewardship is also about our ministry here at New Life. And that includes the property, the ministries, the facilities, the people. If you're new around here, like some of us are, uh, then one of the gifts you have to offer us as a new person is fresh eyes. You see, after a while, you stop noticing things. After a while, the crack in the pavement or the broken door, it doesn't visually stand out the way it used to. And one of the reasons why we do these service projects today is to notice this place with fresh eyes. Because when you notice things with fresh eyes, you begin to see the possibilities for ministry. 
What could this place become? What could this church do for the community? What could we be for the sake of others? That takes us to the story Jesus told about the lost things, a sheep and a coin. So let's be honest. If we're the ones advising the shepherd today, we'd probably caution against leaving the 99 in the wilderness to search for the one. Is that really worth the risk? You could lose more. If we were the financial managers, it would hardly make sense to throw a party for finding a lost coin that likely exceeds the value of the coin itself. These parables challenge conventional wisdom. They point to an upside down economic vision, one that reconnects the economy with ecology. It doesn't make sense to seek out the one lost sheep or to throw a party after finding a coin unless you understand that wholeness Wholeness is part of God's plan for everything. Without the lost sheep, our community is incomplete. The sheep's return means restoration for the whole community. The coin is not lost just anywhere, but it's lost within the house. In the seeking and the finding, wholeness is restored. I want to share with you some words from a theologian named Howard Thurman. He writes, a sheep was enjoying his grass. And then when he started feeling chilly, he didn't recall. But the only thing that he remembers is that suddenly he became aware that he was cold. And there was a throwback in his mind, and he realized that he had been cold for some time. But the grass was good. Then he looked around, and he discovered that he was alone, that everybody had gone. That is, that all the sheep had gone, and he began crying aloud. And then the shepherd, who had many sheep, missed him when he got back to the fold, And he left his 90 and 9 to try to find this sheep that was lost. And Jesus says, God is like that. Nothing heavy and theological about that. Very little that is dogmatic technically about it. Just that here is a shepherd who loves his sheep. And one of the sheep is doing the most natural thing in the world. And that's to eat grass did it with such enthusiasm and over a time interval of such duration that he didn't know when the shepherd called and he was lost. And why was he lost? He was lost because he was out of touch with the group that sustained him, the group that fed him, that gave him a sense that he counted. That's all. And as soon as he was out there alone, he said, I'm just here by myself. 
nothing but me in all of this. And I want to feel that I count with the others. There's a certain warmth in that. There's a certain something that is creative and redemptive about the sense of community and about the fellowship. Friends, the ministry of this church is to find the lost sheep. Being a steward of this ministry includes bringing sheep back into this fold. So, as you serve today, as you work today in and around this church facility, look around with fresh eyes. See the potential for new ministry for the sake of others. But also look for the sheep that we have lost. Amen. Amen.